0: Podcast episode 12. I'm your host, Hibba, and I'm Aisha, and we are the local residents in part two. Listen into Brendan O'Donnell's interview about how mental health is important and his poem.
1: Good morning, I'm Brendan O'Donnell, the local councillor from Matsum London Watch City, and today. I want to talk about mental health. It's very much a hidden subject. People don't really like to talk about it very often. There's all these stigmas attached to it that we really need to get over. It could depend on someone's life. Now, I know from first experience, a friend of mine a few years ago, he committed suicide. In the letter, it says that he wished somebody had just come out and asked him if he was all right, if he was thinking about doing stupid things. And in my head, I kind of knew what was happening. I thought, you know, I thought, he's not right. He's going to do something stupid. But then I just brushed off thinking that's just me being overpowered. Uh But it turns out that he did take his own life. I was very upset for a long time. Um, it took me a long time to get over it and to realise that, you know, we all had a, had a hand in it. We all could have stopped and spoke to him and said, look, what, what are you thinking like this for, you know? But we just never did. Each person's uh, mental health is different. It's very much different. I mean, I recall um, a conversation with somebody, uh, a taxi driver, let's call him Pete, for example, for his namesake. Um, he was giving a young lady a lift into town. And you can see she's quite upset, anxious, really f- gittery. And uh, so he did the right thing and just said, oh, you know, start talking to her, start a conversation. And uh, she started getting a bit funny then And, and then... When he said, "I'm just, you know, I'm just worried about you," because I, know, I can see you're quite distressed and upset. Just that one simple question opened it up. She was, she started talking about it. She started saying what was wrong with her head, what mind frame she was in. So I just want everybody to know out there, really, that if you're worried that someone is feeling like this, or you notice someone's self-harming, don't be afraid to talk to her. Just go up and say, "Look, I've noticed this about you." What's going on? Let me help you. Nine times out of ten, they will. They will let you. And if we all just did that instead of backing away from it, hiding away from the... Most of the stigma comes from the people that want to ask the questions, but don't, because they're worried about what might get said. We need to get over that fear. We need to be in touch with these people. Self-harming is a way of someone trying to cope with the problems they've got because they've got no control over that. So if they self-harm, they can control it and they feel like they've got that little bit of control in their life. Even if everything else is spiralling out of control, the self-harm, it helps them to control something. And I only know this close I used to do it um, when I was a kid. Uh, I was bullied at art school. My way of coping was to self-harm. Um, as I got older, it was getting into fights, you know, it was just knowing I had that control of what I was doing, even though nothing else in my life was working, and, you know. So it is hard, but, yes, yeah, so if somebody had come up to me and said, that what's South harmful, for? You know, I'm not sure what I'd have said now. But back then, I think I really wanted somebody to come and talk to me about it. Yeah, and, I, and you make up excuses. Oh, I've like, oh, got caught on a fence. Oh, I've got trapped in a car door. You know, you, you make up the excuses up for it because you really don't want anyone to know. But that part, there is that part of you that really just wants somebody to come and say, look, put yourself together, what's going on? Talk to me, let me help you. Uh, I'm one of the lucky ones because I stopped a long time ago. Anyway, things started to come together. I started getting working and, you know, so things started coming together in my life. Uh, So I was quite lucky in that respect. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was brought up in an era where you just don't show your emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm really depressed. Oh, God, help me. You never did it. It was like as if it didn't exist. I believe mental health was really rife back then as well, but nobody acknowledged that. It wasn't something you just go from under, Dad, I feel really depressed. Mum, help me. Because I do I'm doing. And you just didn't do it. And you learned to cope yourself. And in my way of coping was self-harming. Yeah, it wasn't the best of times, you know. Don't get me wrong, I had a family. My mum and dad were brilliant. Uh, um, my sister, you know, and I, I mean, I've never told my sister this, but when she moved to America, because I used to talk to my sister, uh, and I loved some when she moved, I felt kind of betrayed a little bit, because she'd gone and I had no one to talk to. Um, I'm not saying we had deep meaning conversations, but, you know, she's always there if I needed to talk to her. Yeah, it's, its you know, you know, resenting her for moving on with her life. It's she needs to be yeah i i mean obviously i didn't let it i didn't show off. didn't show it i wouldn't talk to anyone about it i just acted like oh well, good for her right? Like, you know um but inside i was like i can't believe she's done this to me you know a silly way of looking at it but i mean don't get me wrong i live a dearly and she's got a great life over there and i live her to bits you know we talk on the phone and on whatsapp skype or whatever you call it whatsapp but yeah back then it, it hit me quite hard and um she had a boyfriend, Mikey, now I loved Mikey. He was like my big brother. And I got into a habit of lying a lot when I was younger, especially me, I don't know why I did it. I don't know, maybe it was when I started South Harman, I just got used to lying, I lied about everything. He'd take me fishing, you know, we we spent time. He was like my big brother. He, he moved over to America, being named my sister, but I don't think we together in America so we were just friends, but um, he died. Uh, stroke or something, I can't remember exactly what I, But, yeah, so that was another, you know, no, I didn't blame him for leaving, I knew why he wanted because he was in love with my sister. But I was a little bit gutted, you know, but that's just the way it was. Yeah, I've never talked to anybody about this stuff before. It's the first time I've ever spoke about it out loud. And the only reason I'm doing it is because I want people to know and be aware that you, you can talk about it, you know the right people you can talk to, people in your family, friends. And I urge anyone who's feeling so depressed, please we can and talk. I know it's not that easy. And sometimes we need somebody just to come out and say, look, I'm here for you, what's going on? Talk to me. I can help you through this.
2: I think uh, there is a fear of judgment that if yeah, I come out so. and I say that I'm feeling depressed because of this reason, People might judge us.
1: Very much so. I mean, it's true what they say. I mean, I'm a bit of a joker. um, I I think that's how I hide my feelings as well. Um, So I can never know whether I'm actually feeling depressed or I'm just being funny. Although my family say I'm not that funny. Both men and women suffer with depression, mental health, and we all think about doing stuff like this if, if we're in that state. But I think the stigma, especially for men is that we're a man, we're not supposed to be getting like this. We're not supposed to do We're supposed to be strong. we supposed to hold up the world, up, you know? When in reality, you don't have to be. My one mate, he's, uh, I, love, I love all my friends dearly, especially the rock from school. My one mate, we used to call him Rocket Man, because uh, of the touch off he's bought loads of rockets, suit rockets they were called. I was always looking out for him, not because he was weak or anything like that. It's just because he was one of my best mates and I didn't want anything. Down I guess. I mean, I look at him now, you know, martial artists and all sorts, so fair play to him. Um, I think it's been him defending me from now on. I've got a couple of other friend, friends that um, weren't coping with life very well, and they became alcoholics, you know. Um, I believe they're both sober now and only have been for a while, which is fantastic. A lot of people who drink alcohol have got a lot of demons that they haven't dealt with. And sadly, the biggest demon of all, is it becomes the alcohol. I've helped as many people as I can with alcohol issues before. Got them into, see, get them into the mental health, signposted them to various other organizations, but it just doesn't seem, some are quite lucky and they, they break away. Um, some, the ghosts of alcohol has gotten really gripped so tight that they can't do anything. They, they feel numb when they're having a drink. Um, it's the same with a lot of drug users. I know somebody that uh, started taking heroin just just for the feeling of, even though it was just for an hour, it was, it was that high that he wanted, that he felt so much better. But then after that one high, he wanted it again and again. Uh, he became become an addict big time. He died from overdose. I mean, I was going to sit here and spite for a load of facts and figures, but that doesn't necessarily relate to a lot of people who do suffer with their mental health. So maybe tell them, a little bit about my experience. might encourage people to talk out a bit more, if that makes sense. I mean, other people, I know somebody that I've I've spoke to with a serious amount of health issues. Um, I've got him writing like a, it's almost like a diary, but it's like a a little blog on the paper. He just writes all down what he's feeling, how he's feeling, what's made him feel like that. And he is self-harming a lot less than what he used to. Uh, He seems hopeful that, you know, if things carry on the way they are with him, with his blog and talking to somebody, he's going to end up stopping altogether. And I believe he can. I believe anyone can. Um, it's just finding that one thing that balances your life. I mean, I'm quite aware that if I hadn't met my wife, I could probably be dead in a ditch somewhere from fighting. Uh, for Because um, that's how I protect myself. Um, push people away. All my close friends that I used to have in when, when I was growing up, I don't see or speak to any of them anymore. And um, I think that's a way of me dealing with whatever's going on and protecting myself, if that makes sense. And I've done it for so long now; I don't think I know i not to. Yeah, just, just is It's amazing what we do when we when we're in about something and we really want to get. I don't know, just yeah. No, because of the way I was, I kind of, I kind of see signs of it in people. Um, and I don't step back anymore. I step forward and I say, look, you look really fed up. What's going on? Just come and have a chat and see what you sort of say. I've even gone up and asked somebody if they're thinking they doing suicide because they're so withdrawn. And I just come right out and said it. and um, They're like, yeah, I know. And then I find them out. Don't be afraid to ask the forward questions. Just be upfront and honest. You, you don't, the last thing you want to do is go, up to somebody who's suffering like that and go, um, you know, look, you might be, um, you know, whole sort of thing, you know, push your foot around it because that doesn't help. Ask the direct questions, you know, even if they say no one phone, they're then thinking in their head, wow, someone's noticed it. Someone's prepared to come and talk to me and help me. So, then it's not all in their head. It's true, it's they, they can feel like this and they have someone to talk to, somewhere to go. Um, and I can't stress that enough. Please just go and ask somebody. If you think they're feeling that way, go and ask them. Things can only change dialogue. I and mean, unless you talk to somebody, dialogue's not gonna change. I mean, I, I work with Brandon's Bridge a lot. They are fantastic. I, I can't rate them enough. I've, everybody pointed in their direction has come back to me and said they're brilliant. They're supporting me with not just my mental health, they're supporting me with school issues and they're supporting me with uh, mummy issues and all this and the other. They are, they're a charity, mental health charity, um, and it's run by Jackie Gale. Uh, and she's got uh, some staff members that have all, all been trained up into mental health. They initially start with a phone call to the person. And then they arranged to meet this person, they start talking to this person. Um, I don't know whether they really talk straight away, you know, because I don't get involved in it. And when I first recommended someone to them, I was a little iffy, you know, it's not like it's a psychiatrist thing or anything like that. But I was surprised and I continue to be surprised. So I do, I do rate them a lot. Um, I know there is another one in Matson, it's a walk in and it's called Diverse Leap. Um, I'm not sure what days they run at the minute, uh, but I know they do a walk-in session. You can walk in and just talk about anything you like that's affecting you. I'm not sure how well that works at the moment as a walk-in. I worry about a walk-in. Do people really want to go in and just walk in off street and start talking because they're like that? Or you do know, you initially want to ring them? You don't know, so it's quite hard, but I'm looking forward to getting to know them more, find out what they do. And uh, There's another um, organization, that I quite rate. They've not long really started it and they approached me and said, Ask if I knew any vulnerable people in the community. So, me being me, I did. So, I contacted them and then I put them in touch with Jigsaw. she I really enjoyed it. It's, it's like a companionship thing, but don't take it from me. I'll introduce you to Jigsaw now. If you'd like to introduce yourself and then tell me a bit about Jigsaw.
0: I'm Jackie, Jackie
2: Gishard. I'm a community support worker for Jigsaw. And we're out in the community, Mattson, Robinswood and White City, to see what help is needed. And we're happy to look at it and oblige.
1: So what sort of help do you do?
2: So it's a person-led community support service, uh, well-being, companionship, community access respite support life skills and other services available um, we launched on the 9th of January and looking forward to helping all in the community
1: and you become friends with them as well don't you Time. yes yeah, not, yes yeah buddy systems wait right? yes thank you for that I really appreciate that so there you go we've got do and you've got Brendan's bridge I think we spoiled really well, I just want to read uh, a poem mate. That I wrote because I find find poetry, rhyme poetry helps me. Um, I don't necessarily go for the rhyming ones, I just go for the non rhyming ones, like the Oates, ODE. So this one I call anger. The anger inside echoes like a lost soul in darkness. I've never felt as brave. I'm angry. I'm lost. I couldn't give a toss. I'm pissed. I don't think I'll ever be missed. I want to leave. I don't know why. I don't know why I don't or won't. Um, I hate my life. I cause nothing but strife for everybody. To smash things, I'd better. I'd do be better, but still, really, so bitter. I still want to cry, and I don't know why. Or why? Or how? I feel so low. I think it's now time for my final bang. That's my my anger and my rage. I keep it trapped in my inner cage. My thoughts are my own, racing through my mind. So many moan bro. So laughing out. Loud. Sometimes I feel sad. Not really knowing why. Sometimes angry not bad. Sometimes I feel good and completely understood. My life is passing in the night. My chest starts to feel tight. Death is coming. I feel his breath. Cold eyes staring. He's here, no rebearing. I'm suffocating, not knowing why. I want to give up. I no longer want to try. I'm ready in bed, wishing myself dead. Look, see, watch, listen. Hear the sound of my blood boiling. It rushes through body. My heart hangs. You can listen to my sound. My veins are popping. My eyes are bulging. My pain is plodding. My brain keeps on plotting. My mind is a mess. My walls are closing in. I'm losing it. I want to fight. I want to fight, punch and kill. Who I don't know. Nor at this moment, anyone will be. That's my anger, my rage. I keep it trapped away in a cage. Thank you.
0: And, and in the end, our mum interviews Sam from Jigsaw.
2: Hi there, my name is Samantha Milani. I am the manager of the Jigsaw Community Cooperative. It's um, a project going to be running in Matson, Robinswood and White City. I have had many years of experience in adult social care almost 35 years um, of supporting people with learning disabilities, autism, challenging behaviour, complex needs, mental health. Um, I've currently just done six years on the GEM project working on behalf of Brandon Trust, which I worked for for many years following my six-year service to the NHS. Um, the new community cooperative is all about supporting people with their well-being and especially just the people in Matson, Robbinswood and White City. Um, so the cooperative is, is going to be, it's a service that you need to pay for, either self-funding from your PIP or perhaps you can get funding from adult social care. Um, that's something that can always be looked into. Um, we offer all sort of um, person-led support it's going to be completely unique to yourself. So any sort of plan will be plans that we've put together for yourself. So it's your plan, your way. Um, we will be supporting anybody that needs well-being support. You, you might need to access a community, but you don't want to go on your own. It might be doing a bit of local shopping or some housework or even doing the ironing gardening you might want support to go to medical appointments we were also offering a hospital to home discharge service so we would come and meet you prior to discharge um, and ask you what you need whether you needed um, the house warming up I don't know, you may need some bread or milk. You may have actually gone into hospital under emergency conditions, so you may need your bed changing or, you know, just the house sorting out um, because you haven't been there for a few weeks. You may actually just want someone there to greet you with a cup of tea and to just give you that reassurance that everything's going to be okay, Um, and just to sit and talk to somebody. Um, It could be that you, you know, you live on your own and all of a sudden you've had weeks of company within a hospital and then all of a sudden you're back on your own. So we can give you that reassurance and make sure you're safe in your own home again. The staff that um, we have got are very well trained. Uh, We've got some community support workers at the moment, um, but any new staff that we um, will employ will will be living in the uh, Matson. Robinswood and White City area so it's all about the community supporting their own community we know that transport is a huge barrier to employment so because our cooperative is very local hopefully you know we'll be matching you up you know for walking distance or we can provide a push bike for you to use Um, so also we're looking at the green impact side of things as well we'll have a full induction training package for all new staff. Um, If you don't have experience, that's okay. You may have had lived experience. It may not be that you think that you've worked in care before, but you've cared for people at home and you've supported people in your family. So we will give you the support and training that you need to succeed. We are reaching out and we are meeting with the hospital discharge team and um adult social care, so we have meetings booked in with them. We have um leaflets, we have referral forms, you can self-refer if you, you think you're gonna need it. Um we launch our service on the 9th of January. Um there'll be promotional posters put up very soon. Jigsaw has come about from a collaboration between Brendan's Bridge and Jackie Gale and Sue Cunningham from GR Communities. So they're both very well known in the area and they do a huge amount of work and support in um, the three areas that I've just mentioned. So they've come together and they have formed Jigsaw Community Cooperative. Our office is actually at the Advice and Resource Centre on the corner of Norbury Avenue in Matson. Anybody can can come in. They can come and see us. They can give us a ring. Our numbers will be out and about on promotional information leaflets. We can support families, single parents, people that live on their own, anybody with any sort of additional needle barrier. If anybody wants to get in touch with us. So my telephone number is 07442 My email address is samantha.m at jigsaw co-op with a hyphen dot org dot UK. And um, our office is at the Advice and Resource Centre, Norbury Avenue, Mattson. Um So we will be looking to employ some community wellbeing support workers but we're also going to be looking for volunteers if they want to join us we will be looking for anybody that'd like to be befriending of people in their local community helping out with any projects that we may launch um, or simply helping in the office um, once we get going and, you know, there will always be some volunteering vacancies going. So please, if you feel like you want to work in your local community and give something back, then please get in touch and we'll see what we can do. So the training that we will be providing to our staff, um, voluntary or paid, is will be completely free. It's our own induction package um, that we'll put together. We have um, our own trainer anyway as well as um, myself. I've had many years of experience in care and support, as well as Liam, who is our deputy. He's also um, got many years of experience of training and support. So between us all, we can put together a really good induction package. I think that together we can all do better and be kind and help each other let's move that forward. So any advice I would give to anybody that is looking to get into the um, support and care in the community is together we can do better. Just because you may not necessarily have any working experience, it doesn't matter. We can, you know, as long as you've got the heart and the will to do it and you've got a kind, caring nature, we can support you to achieve your goal. We can all do it we can do it together so we all work as part of a team we all have different jobs within that team um but that is what we are we work together to achieve our goals and our goals is to let's do better in the community kindness costs nothing so let's try and spread that
0: from Matson and Robinswood area and have any ideas, stories, poetry or music or if there is anything you want to talk about your business, your work, your passion, your stories, living in Matson and Robinswood, please do come and share with us in the U-Space Matson, Or you can email us at media-production at glcommunities.org.uk. This project is funded by GL Communities, Gloucestershire Gateway Trust and Gloucester City Homes. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please do subscribe and like our Instagram page and follow us on Facebook. I'm your host Hibba and I'm Aisha from space The space podcast is edited and produced by our mum, Kieran Baddool. Bye! Bye.